Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Judges with chapter 4. And we begin, we read the story of another judge, this time the first uh, female judge and the first um, uh, is going to be introduced and her story will begin today. And uh, if we remember at the end of the last chapter, we read of, the last chapter we read of the judge Ehud and Shamgar. So now we're up to the fourth judge that we're going to read about. So Vayosifu B'nai Yisrael, the cycle continues, the the people of Israel continued to do bad, to do evil in the eyes of God. The Ehud mate, and Ehud, the leader Ehud, passed on. Um, so again, you know, the judge, the 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 leader goes. The people stray. Um, the cycle continues. So a new enemy rises up. Um, and God sells out the people, or uh, you know, puts them underneath the control of Yavin, the king of a Canaanite king, Asher Malach Bechatzor. The seat of his kingdom was in the city of Chatzor. Visartzva O Sisra, and he had he had his general, the person in charge of his armies was Sisra, Buhu Yoshev Bacharoshet Hagoyim, and he Sisra, his general, lived in Charoshet Hagoyim, that another town. So, under the oppressive rule of Yovin and his henchmen, his general Sisra, the people cried out to God, because they could not defeat him um, in battle because he was so powerful and strong because he had 900 iron chariots. So, uh, the contemporary equivalent of tanks. Um uh, so he had a powerful army, very well equipped. And he oppressed the people of Israel with strength for 20 years. So here they are suffering under this powerful enemy with a mighty army to back him up. And at this time, the woman, she was a woman and a prophetess. Eshet Lapidot, she was the wife of a man named Lapidot. He shoftoet Yisrael ba'itahi, she was the judge of the people of Israel during that time when they were being oppressed by Yavin. This is all we hear of Devorah's husband. She was the wife of Lapidot. We don't, the verses don't tell us anything else about him. Vihi and she, Yoshevet Tachat Tomer Devorah, she sat underneath the uh, uh, Tomer is the palm tree of Devora. It was named after her. It was her tree where she would sit, which was located Bain Harama Ovein Beit El between the town of Rama and the town of Beit El Bahar Ephraim, which was in the mountain, uh, in the mountainous region of Ephraim of the tribe of Ephraim. Vayalu Eleha Bnei Yisrael Mishpat, and the people of Israel would go to her for judgment when they had issues that required her leadership. Vatishlach, and now she, as the leader of the people, as the recognized leader of the people of Israel at the time, needed to take action against the um, the oppressors to save the people, just like the other judges that we read about before had to take upon themselves the role of of and 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 usually because the previous ones were men, they led the people to battle themselves. Devora as a woman. 
um, did not expect to lead the battle, uh, but she did have, expect that she did understand that the initiative had to be hers to rally the troops, get the and get the right people in charge, so that the people should be defended. So, Batikra, she she sent for Batikra and she called Livorok ben Avinoam to Barak, the son of Avinoam, Mikedesh Naftali, who was from the place called Kedesh, which is in the portion of Naftali, of the tribe of Naftali. And she said to him, Israel. The God, the Lord of Israel, has commanded. So she's, as in her role as her prophetess, she received this message from God. And she says to Barak, This is your command. Lech go tovor. And and you should um, 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 march or lead the people to um, to Mount Tavor. And take with you ten thousand men, Mibne Naftali, from the people of the tribe of Naftali, Mibne Zvulun, and the people of the tribe of Zvulun. Umashachti elecha. And I, you know, this is the prophet speaking in the name of God. I will bring towards you, march towards you, El Nachal Kishon to the um, wadi of or the the riverbed of Kishon at Sisra Sarsva Yavin. I'm going to bring to you Sisra, the king of the armies of the, I mean, the, the general of the armies of the king Yavin, the Etrichbo, and all of his chariots, Viet Amono, and all of his his hordes. And I will place them in your hand. You will be victorious over them. So she uh, she chooses her her general Barak and commands him to go and tells him that he will uh, be able to conquer uh, Sisra. God will bring Sisra and enclose him within the valley while Barak is taking the high ground at Mount Tava. Now Barak was a little hesitant. So Vayomer Elah Barak, Barak said to her, because he was concerned, and we're going to find this with some of the other judges as we go through, their confidence in victory and their confidence that God was with them was often lacking. And Barak himself didn't feel comfortable doing this on his own. He was presumably afraid that God would not be with him unless the prophetess of God herself would be next to him. So, if you come with me, then I will go. But if you don't come with me, I will not go. I need you at my side, Barak says to Deborah, because he feels, uh, presumably it's because um, he's afraid that God won't help if the woman who is the prophetess who actually is speaking with God is not actually physically there with him. Batomer and she said, Holoch Elechimach, okay, I will go with you. However, Ephes, however, Kiloti Yetif Artucha. This will not be um very uh, um uh, glorious for you. This is this is it's gonna be an embarrassment for you, Al Hader Hasharatalech, if you take the path that you're taking. Presumably, what is this path? You're taking this path of cowardice. You should have been, I told you as a prophetess, God was going to be with you. You should have been confident. And then you would have had the glory of the victory and the honor of the victory. However, now, people will know that a woman led 
the battle. A woman led the people to war, and 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 it won't be your honor, but it will be the honor of a woman. Obviously, me. Vatakam Devora, and then Devora got up. Vatelech and Barak Kedja, and then she went with Barak, with the troops to Kadesh, um, which was in Naphtali, which is from where they were going to rally up the troops and march to Mount Tavar. Vayazek Barak et Zivulun viet Naphtali Kedja, and Barak then. Um, uh, called out and sent out a word to all through the, the people uh, of the tribe of Zavulun and Naphtali from Kedesh um, and, and, and he mustered them up he, he gathered, the, gathered up the troops and they, and, and they came up with them being led by him uh, by his, following his feet 10,000 men and Devora went with him V'chever hakeni nifrad mikayin, and um, there was also um, uh, another uh, one who uh, who um, participated who participated in this uh, conflict. And it's it's a little bit cryptic here, trying to understand this verse. Kind of, I'm at verse eleven right now. But what it the the way it reads is as follows. So here we have remember Barak is and Devorah are leading ten thousand men to uh, towards Sisera, but somehow and we mentioned before that that Devorah had prophesied that Sisera would be brought to the um, uh, 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 the the Kishon River, the valley through which the Kishon River flowed. So there has to be. Uh, so how did this happen? So it sounds like as follows: the Chever Hakeni, Chever, who was the Kenite. They, remember, we used that language before in reference to the descendants of Jethro um, when we talked about them and they um, and where they lived. Uh, but there was one of them was a guy named Chever who was Nifrad Mikayan, who left the group of the other Kenites. Now, the Canaanites had joined the Jewish people, so for the most part, the Canaanites were also under the thumb of Yavin the king, and it seems like this Hever was, uh, 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 kind of went over to the other side and supported Sisra and supported uh, Yavin. Um, he was from the descendants of Chovav, which is another name for Jethro, the father-in-law of Moses. And he had planted his tent uh, near Elon in the Tsa'ananim, which is a place, Elon B'Tsa'ananim, which is near Kedesh. So there, which, so here you had this Chever the Kenite, the Kenite, who, who was uh, in cahoots with Sisro, Sisra, and in cahoots with Yavin, and he was near Kedesh, which is where um, Barak and Devorah mustered all these troops to go and attack. So he, clearly being in the area of Kadesh, heard the tr- of the troops, the news that they were being mustered and getting uh, together to go attack Yavin and Sisra. So Vayagidu le Sisra, and it was told to Sisra, presumably by this Hever, that they were coming. Ki ala Barak ben Avinoam har Tavar, that Barak, the son of Avinoam, was heading towards Mount Tavar with these 10,000 troops. So, Vayaz Ek Sisra at Kal So Sisra 
Um, he mustered and gathered together all of his chariots, Tisham Meot Rechev Barzal, 900 iron chariots, Viet Kola Oma Sherito, and his entire people that were with him on his side, Mecharoshet Hagoyim El Nachal Kishon, from his place, the, the center of the command of the Canaanite army, uh, they, they brought them all to Nachal Kishon, which is exactly where uh, Devorah had said they would be. Now, Nachal Kishon is, is a valley through which the, this wadi runs. As uh, Nachal Kishon, to this day, is, is, is generally a dry riverbed or a small stream, but occasionally will flood with significant amount of water, and it could be a flash flood that comes out of nowhere. Um, uh, which is the nature of wadis that drain uh, desert areas like this. So being in that valley um, is, a, is, a, is usually a good spot for chariots to hang out. It's a large, flat, and chariots could be very useful there. So presumably Sisra assumed that this would be a good place to have this encounter and this battle. Vatomer devora el Barak. And then devora said to Barak, um, uh, uh, this is her her little speech. Kum, get up. Kize or kize hayom, because this is the day Asher Natana Adonai et Sisra biadacha that God has given Sisra in your hands. Halo Adonai et Salafanecha. Behold, God is going before you, is leading you into battle. Vayered Barak mehartavar and Barak charged down from the mountain. Baaseret alafim ish acharav and ten thousand men were behind him. Now, Vayoham Adonai et Sisra viet kol harecha viet kol hamachne, and God shook up. So it seems like God, some act of God came and shook up the Sisra and all of the chariots and the entire camp by the sword Lifnei Barak in front of Barak. Vayered Sisra, and Sisra went down Me'alam Rekava from his chariot Payonus Baraglov and ran away. Um, it's unclear, it's, from here it would seem that it was just a full-on attack and a successful one. Why it is that this highly, presumably highly trained and well-disciplined army with all of these fancy weaponry and iron chariots weren't able to fend off the, um, the attack? Um, we might get some hints later when we hear about Devorah's uh, when we hear Devorah's song of victory, but we're, we'll get there when we do the next chapter um, uh, as to exactly what, what might have transpired because um, there are some theories, and, but let's, we're, I'd, I'd rather address them when we listen to Devorah's own words and understand the origins of some of these theories. But at this point, all we have here is just a massive military victory and a successful assault on Sisra's army. Uvorak Rodaf Uvarok Rodaf and now that the the uh, Sisra's army has been completely routed and they're running all over the place, Barak was chasing after the chariots and after the entire camp at Haroshet Hagoyim until and they were running retreating all the way back to their headquarters, which was in Haroshet Hagoyim. He chased them all the way back to there. Kol all of Sisra's soldiers were killed by the sword. There wasn't a single soldier left. The Sisra and the general himself, Sisra Nosperaglov, ran on his feet, El Ohel Yael, to the tent of Yael, 
Eshet Chever HaKeni, who was the wife of Chever the Kenite, Ki Shalom Bein Yavin Melachatzar Ubein Beit Chever HaKeni. There was peace between Yavin, the king of Chatzar, and the house of Chever HaKeni. Remember, Chever HaKeni, his wife is Yael, and it would seem that Chever HaKeni, being the this inside source of information, passed it on to Yavin and passed it on to Sisra. Now it it makes logical sense that Sisra would run to their tent to try to hide out and have a safe hideout rather than get caught by Barak and his armies. The um, so here he is in what he thinks is a friendly home, in the home being run by Yael, a woman who he assumes being that she her husband is 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 his supporter that she would also be his supporter as well so in verse 18 so Yael stepped out of the house to greet her, her distinguished but right now um, uh, fugitive guest um, and she said to him Sura Adoni my master come turn come here turn towards this tent Sura Eli come to me Altira do not be afraid Vayasar Eleha Ha'ohela and he turned towards her into her tent, and she covered him with a blanket, uh, both for comfort, maybe also to hide him in case someone else were to see. And he said to her, Let me have, please give me to drink some water, for I am very thirsty. She opened a... a um, a node is a, a leather um, a pouch containing liquid, a which was full of milk, and she gave him to drink, and she covered him. Uh, milk is known, it makes one uh, sleepy, as Rashi points out. Uh, it, it makes you feel full and satisfied, and hopefully this would help him fall asleep. And, and then he said to her, Amod Pesach HaOhel, Please make sure to stand in the gateway, in the doorway to the tent. And if someone comes by, and asks you, and says, If someone says, Is anyone here? Is someone, did someone run here? Is someone hiding here? Say no. Because he realized that people are going to be looking for him. And he, so he's asking her to conceal his presence. And then Yoel, the wife of Hever, Took at Isad Ha'ohel the um, the a, a tent peg, vatosem et hamakevet biyada, and she grasped the makevet, which is the hammer with which one bangs upon the peg in order to put it in the ground. She took the hammer, vatavo elov balot, and she approached him in secret, vatitka et hayoseid birakoso, and she placed the um uh, um the peg over his head and and knocked it into his skull on, on, until um, uh, until it went through his head into the ground and he was asleep when she did this and then he collapsed and died um, and then Barak who was chasing after Sisra Vatetzei Yoel Likraso Yoel went out of her tent to greet Barak, 
who was the general of the Israelite armies, Vatomerlo, and she said to him, Lech vi ar eko etoish asher atomevakesh. Come and I will show you the man you're looking for. Vayavo elah. And uh, she came, he came with her, vihine sisra no felmeth, and sisra was there lying dead, vahayaseid brakaso, and the uh, peg was going through the, the temple um, of his head. Vayachna Elohim bayomahu, and on this day, God humbled and subdued. Uh, on that day, at Yavin Melech Kinan, the king Yavin, the king of Canaan, before the people of Israel. Yavin, who had, had this powerful, mighty army in general, with which he, he um, oppressed the Israelites, now it was his, his turn to be subdued. Vatelach Yad Bnei Yisrael Haloch V'Kasha, and the um, hand of the people of Israel was strong, Al Yavin over Yavin Melchanan, the king of the Canaanites, Adasher Chrisu, until they managed to cut off and, and, and kill uh, Yavin Melchanan, Yavin the king of Canaan. So here we have the leadership of Devorah and another judge who has rescued the people from their oppressors and brought them back to, to God and led the people during this time. Uh, the next chapter will bring the um, uh, will be the song of Devorah, a very a very famous chapter, um, where where and we're going to learn a lot more details from the song about some of the things that happened and what might have happened during the war, what exactly happened with Yael and so on. We will um, uh, get some more detail when we read of Devorah's song. So uh, we have not. This is the end of the of, of the recounting of the history of the episode that we just read. But there's going to be some more details uh, and commentary to come. Thank you so much for studying Judges chapter four together with me. Looking forward to studying chapter five and of course the rest of this beautiful book of Judges. Thank you.